All right, good evening. This is January 23rd, Wednesday, and I have Anonymous going to be speaking with us. And tonight's title is Minor Setback for a Major Comeback. It's going to be telling us about her experience with the jail system um, to the best of her recollection, um, the ins and outs, and just going to break it down for you guys as far as her experience um, with going to jail um, for the first time. And we have Anonymous. How are you doing this evening? Hello, how are you? Outstanding. Um, I have a question for you. Go ahead. We're going to jump right in. What were some of the circumstances that led up to you going to prison for the first time? Well, it all started with um, me and my homegirl one day. We was at her house and her mom was on drugs and my mom was out of town. So we went and took her brother's birthday outfit and sold it because we was hungry. And okay. After we sold it, his birthday was the following day. So her sister was like, we need to get him an outfit. Okay. So we went to the store. She told us how to put it in our clothes and walk out the store without being seen. Oh. So as the years progressed, that's how that's what I was doing. I was stealing. Oh, okay. To so, survive or just to do it? Just a hobby or you was like into it, into it? I don't think I ever was into it, into it, because okay. I don't steal for people, but right. I do it to benefit me. <laughs> right. And then I do it because it's like a high, somewhere like right. a high for me. Right. Okay. And by you stealing, what, you got caught a few times, and uh, after so many times, they just said, hey, you going to jail? We're going right. to send you to prison? Right. Okay, so with the situation with me going to jail was... Uh-huh. I, I, you know the funny part about it I wasn't really stealing that day and right. everything that I stole I had put it back wow but I was with somebody else and they walked out right and I was with them so they had us on camera inside the store stealing wow so when it was time to go to court I was the only one that went to court cause they only got probation right I got probation too but like I say it was a half of me or something that I was just doing so I went back to into the store on probation. 30 days in. 30 days in probation, I get caught. Wow. So when I went to court, I was already on probation. Right. So I never got a chance. I ain't have no lawyer. I don't have no money. Right. I never had a chance to explain my side of the story. The judge just looked at my paperwork and said, oh, you on probation for this. So now you're going to do the 13 months in federal prison. Damn. And from there, I went to federal prison. Wow. 13 months. 13 months. Female. Female. For petty theft. For $30. Federal prison or regular prison? Federal prison. No, not federal. Like regular state prison. State prison. Right, yeah, federal prison. You got to do some heavy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not federal. Not federal, not federal. (coughs) Yeah, state prison. So you had to do 13 months all the way or just like a little bit of that or what? I had to do the whole 13 months. That's what I was sentenced to. And I wind up with the little 15% gain time. I wind up doing like 11 months and three weeks. 
And that was your last time going back to prison after that? Yeah, I never went back. Wow. How was it? It was noisy, the women crazy in there. They, how you was eating? It's just, it's just like on the streets. I had a good support system when mm-hmm. I was in there. So my mom sent me money. Right. So I didn't have to worry about that. But shit, it was nights when we had to steal out the cafeteria and say that <laughs> shit. But right. later on that night and cook. Right. Goulash and all that. Learn how to make grits in the microwave. Right. Chinese food in the microwave. Lasagna right. in the microwave. Egg rolls in the microwave. Learn how to For be the first creative. time ever. Yeah, you learn how to be creative with a microwave. Right. You got to work with what you got. But where I went, it was like a private prison. Mm. So we was like more lenient. More lenient because we had like fundraisers. So they ordered Chinese food. You could order Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Pizza, Girl Scout cookies. So it wasn't bad, Popeyes. bad your first time. I ain't, I never got into any altercation. Right, you ain't never seen nobody get stabbed or no, raped or hurt or none of that get shit. Stabbed. I seen a couple, a couple of female, you know, right. do their thing, and get diseases like that. Wow. From inside. Mm-hmm. Messing with other girls. Right. But. I ain't into girls, so that one never my thing when right. I went. So I just told them up front, I don't throw them kind of rocks, don't throw them kind of rocks at me. So I never <laughs> had that kind of issue. Right. You know, people try to force it up on you. You know how it is, especially when you're in there for your first time. Right. You know how that goes. But I was at a medium camp, so it wasn't like... Killers, Everybody was kind of cool. Like I went to, like, my orientation was done. It was killers there. Right. But in orientation, you don't mingle with General Pop. Right. So you right, man. I never see them people. Hmm. That's what's up. And while you're in um, incarcerated, did you take any classes like to better yourself or your situation? Like the well, little, well, you already had a diploma. Yeah, I already had a high school diploma and I had a college degree when right, I was. Right. Right. So that was like, nah, I ain't do nothing. I, I was a house nigga. I stayed in the dorm all day and did a little housework. My job for. Seven months, maybe eight months, because I was there 11, and then mm. I did orientation the last 90 days. So for like the seven months I was there, my job was to fold the clothes when they come back from laundry. Right. And put them on people's bed. Right. That was my job. That's how I got my gang time. Just folding clothes. Just fold the clothes when they come back and put it on the people's bed. Right. That so you ain't never work in the kitchen or none no, of that No, I never worked in the kitchen, <clears throat> never had no job. Never. My only time I went to school was my orientation. Right. Day back into the real world so you ain't never take no other kind of little classes typing like computer classes I already had a degree I already had a degree in education so I didn't need that I thought it probably was something that probably would have interest you or put another notch up under your belt no with all the other and I wasn't there enough to like do the hair because they had hair and nails like cosmetology I wasn't there long enough because you had to be there three years to get in that program (laughs) And it was a waiting list. So Ain't trying to be around that long, yeah. trust me. Right. Come on, no three years. I'm trying to get to the high. No three years in here around a bunch of women arguing and screaming all day and crying. Yeah, and you and you have women like you have like they be petty. Right. Like they be I don't know, I can and they be grown women, they be older than you, and they be old. Like it was people that on G and F and H. That's like eight, nine times they done been. Right. Yeah. You start off with a number, then they give you the letters. Yeah, they on G and H, K and L. 
Prison. Prison. Just in and out, in and out. Mm, 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 mm. We had this one lady. She she was a prostitute. She was in there for prostitution. Mm. And um, she I guess she used to be fine, but she older, so you right. know you gain weight when you're older. Right. So she knew she was getting ready to go home, so she like kind of stopped eating. Wanna slim up? The slim up, I guess. And she was gonna go back on the street, but right. she said, "I ain't going back on the street." She said, "I'm gonna go get me a check this time." Right. But she was throwing up every night, like she'll beg us for our food, cause she ain't had no commissary. Right. But we'll feed her, but we was like, "Hell no," nah, cause you going in there throwing our food up. Right. We had to steal inside the cafeteria, you know. We get caught with egg. We right. going to jail. I bet you throwing up the food we could have ate and kept right. in our stomach. Right. The hell. But then you had petty people and then like, well, we was there. You couldn't smoke. You had people sold drugs. Right. Like we had to shake down. Right. But to me, it was just like being away in college. Right. Just like with people, instead of people like trying to better themselves into society, mm. with people like just fucked up in society. Right. In a sense, kinda. Do you think the justice system was lean with you or you think they was harsh? Like I believe they was harsh. Cause 13 I, months? 13 months. I think he could have gave me another chance. I don't know. And you got a degree. And yeah. you gra- graduated high school, everything. Right. And still gave you 13 months. 13 months. Hard. But that wasn't my first time. So I guess it all played... It wasn't my. It wasn't their fault. It was my fault. Right. Cause I still was doing what I was doing. And I guess your points was adding up. Cause I mean, I did a. I think a lot worse. I didn't violate probation, but I always had attorneys. You know what I'm See, saying? See, I didn't have no attorney. They always got my shit adjudicated with hell, or they always got me. You know, like the last few times I got weekend yeah, jail yeah. and you know stuff yeah. like that. So I ain't never really. You know? I wasn't offered none of that good stuff. Shout out to Marsha Geyser. Also, shout out to Richard Bellis. But that's the part of not knowing. But that was my bad. Right. Living, you learn. I was supposed to know. I was supposed to know better so I could do better. Right. And that was 13 years ago, and you ain't had no issues since. No. Been out here grinding, working. Work. Now you working on your master's degree? Yep, I'm finishing up my master's. I'll be done in like seven more weeks. Right. After you got out, did you have any hard time finding a job? Or you say you went back to your job, so you ain't had no hard time finding a job or nowhere to live. You was good on all that across the board. Across the board, because like I had a good support system. Right. So when I came home, I still had money in my account from when I was working. Right. And um. I was able to move out on my own and not even live with my parents anymore. Right. Because before I went, I was living with them. But I was able to move out on my own after I got out. And then I still had my car. Because I had, I guess I had a good support system. Right. A lot of people definitely don't have that. No, a lot of people don't. They definitely don't have a good support system. Nobody in their corner. But, you know, people do the same thing over and over. They keep going to jails like... But you want people to believe you, but you keep doing the same thing over and over. They right. taking their hard-earned money to send you money for the well, phone, was, commissary. Well, that was my first time ever being right. in that situation right. for that. Right. Because, yeah, I, I done did it before, but right. I ain't never been in no predicament like that. Right. It was like, take a class here and, you know, probation there. 
It's just I ain't never get caught. It's like doing something a thousand times and don't get caught till you do it a thousand and one times. Right. You get caught that time. Right. That part. <laughs> Horrible. Well, I mean, everybody, you know, you go through them learning lessons and, you know, you try to focus and do what you got to do so you don't go back to jail or you do things to stay away from those types of atmosphere yeah man the people that you're around i mean like i said everybody could be around somebody could get them jammed up but you know i was talking with some people one day and mm. they told me that if you in a circle around people and that circle of people not beneficial to you you shouldn't be in that circle right meaning not meaning beneficial like um Oh, I need you to take me to the store. Da, 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 da. Right. Not, I'm talking about advance. Right. Advancement. Right. Like, you gonna advance in this situation. Like, I know how to, um, I know how to get a, a your kid a high school diploma if they drop out. Right. Or, um, I have a friend that she do real estate. If I'm looking for a house, she can help me find a house. If you don't have people in your circle that can help you, or oh, I know, a, I know a guy who work in human resources for the county and he can help you get a job if you, even if you got a felony right. he can help you get a job well, those kind of resources if you don't have those kind of resources in your back pocket you shouldn't be around people right. period you're right if you're not advancing from the situation you in right now with that being said I do a lot of thug shit right I do a lot of thug shit right I smoke I drink I try type, different type of drugs right I do a lot of stuff however I feel like I'm a chameleon, and I know how to handle whatever I do. I know how to handle it. Right. Everybody ain't as strong as me. So even when I went to jail, like I felt like, and you know what? I prayed about that. Mm-hmm. I did pray about that. That's probably how I wind up in that situation. To be honest with you, right? Because I used to be so tired of working. I used to be like, I need a vacation. I could just get a vacation. Where I ain't got to spend no money. And you got to be careful how you pray. Cause when you pray for stuff, he gonna give you what you That's pray the for. Wrong vacation. It might not. It might not be what you want, but you definitely gonna get what you ask for. Yeah. And I prayed about that. And I prayed about that. And that's what I kept praying on. I just want a vacation. He gave you a 13-month vacation. 13-month vacation. I ain't have to worry about no bills. I ain't had to worry about where my next meal was coming <laughs> from. I ain't had to worry about no roof over my head. Savage. Three meals in a cock every day. 13 months. That's your vacation you asked that for. That was my vacation I asked for. But when I came home, I didn't immediately go back to work. I, um... I helped somebody else open up their business, mm-hmm. and I worked for them. And they paid me pennies on the dollar. Right. Because I was making $50 a week for 20 hours a week. Right. So they definitely paid me $50. They definitely paid me pennies on the dollar. Right. But they felt like, oh, you you do, you do doing something because you ain't got nothing to do. That's how they was looking at it. Right. When they should have been saying, well... Back to my point, if you ain't helping me advance, I don't need to be around you. Right. So when I realized I had was put on probation from my job for mm-hmm. being in trouble. So my probation was like eight months. Mm-hmm. So that was like the balance of the, the school right. to the following year. Right. And so when the following year came back, I really didn't go back. I still was helping that person with their adventure. Mm-hmm. And so we now we 
two weeks in, I ain't getting no, I ain't getting no fifty dollars. I ain't got no hundred dollars. Now, now we four weeks in. So what were you getting? I ain't getting nothing. Now we six weeks in, I still ain't getting no paycheck. Wow. So on the sixth week, he came. He said, I'm, I got something for you. I'm going to come by your house and give it to you. I said, all right. He brought me $200. Now I don't work for six weeks, and he brought me $200. Temporary. I said, that's okay. I ain't coming to work Monday because I'm going back to my job. Right. Because I know I'm going to get paid in two weeks. Right. I know a check coming back in two weeks. Trust me. And so I left after my probation period, after I finished helping him get his little business started, I went back to my old job with no problem, no questions asked, no nothing, no how I got in trouble. I just was on the probation for that period of time, and that was it. Right. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So you were working for free when you got out. Yeah. Basically, Pretty much. Basically, yeah. With a, a promise, like an IOU. Yeah. And it ain't never totaled up to our... No, never, ever. Wow. That is some fuckery at its best. Very much so. And outside of getting your masters, what else you got going on? Well, I'm trying to... Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, don't I'm say trying that. to be a part of different organizations right. and stay busy in the community. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you do that and you help people. You send it out to the universe. Trust me, come back. Right. Definitely come back, man. These kids need our help. Like, they need our help in a, in a big way. In a very big way. And that's probably why I chose to go get my master's in what I'm getting it in. Right. Which is school counselor. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like in the, in the classroom... Yeah, I was beneficial, but only to the hundred or so kids that was came to me. Right. Now I've been doing I've been doing um, working with the the counseling part of the aspect mm-hmm. since November first. So about maybe two months now because the two weeks we had out. So about two weeks now, but I've met more kids and been involved in more situations. Right. Then I would have been in the classroom not knowing that none of that had ever happened. Right. So I feel like coming out of the classroom and into the, um, not administration part of it, but the more operational part of the school system. Mm. I'm learning a lot and I'm meeting a lot of more of the children right. to find out more situations of what they're going through. Because right. it's a lot of kids at our school. Like on our caseload, I have is 474 juniors and 132 eighth graders right now right now so that's like 600 almost 600 kids wow so it's a big caseload and you ain't let none of this stop you your past nothing you still going you still pushing right ain't nobody in here making you do this you doing this on your own free will I'm doing this on my own free will I don't have no children I ain't married None of that. Nothing holding you back. Nothing holding me but back. But you. But me. Right. So if I don't get up and do it, who gonna do it for me? Right. You ain't sitting back laying down waiting on no handouts. You ain't waiting for it to fall out the sky. You gotta no. actually put in the work and get this master degree. Right. How long you been at it? Uh, I started in 
May of 2015. Mm. And in May of 2017, I set out until January 18. And then jumped back in. And I jumped back in. Right. Now yeah. you're in January 19. Yeah. Right. You're almost there. Yeah, I'm almost done. I got seven more weeks. Seven more weeks. Definitely going to celebrate that. Trust me, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Hell of an accomplishment from what you done been through. And you could have easily laid down and... Yeah, I could have said, oh, I ain't going to never find no job. I don't want to work no more. It's over for me. Right. My mom passed away as soon as I came home right. from prison. I could have easily gave up. But you didn't. You sitting right here with... Talking to me while you studying. <laughs> yeah. Who gets who who could do that? Multitasking. <laughs> Doing a whole interview while you over here getting your master's degree. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? That's what I'm talking about. So all the kids in there, y'all out here listening. I mean, she ain't really got nothing holding her back except for that little time she went to jail, but. Like I say, she's doing an interview and still over there grinding at the same time. It's doable. You can multitask. I've seen people that have kids and got husbands and boyfriends right. and and, still and they this. still do it. So And I be looking like, how you how you do that? That shouldn't even be an excuse. I'm talking about they still did it. And Anonymous over here getting it right now and she doing her thing and she ain't let it hold her back, y'all. She she's still pushing through. And like I say, society and everybody else, you know, they look at us a certain way. And I was even telling um, my viewers before, like in my first episode, I was saying like that um, jet on Charlie Brown, Pigpen. Everywhere he walk around, there's dirt following him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now he look at that as a felony. Like everywhere right. you go, that just that dirt, that cloud just follow you. No matter where you go, he go home, chain, take a bath. He still got this cloud following right. him every right. episode, right. every Every episode, he got it's this dirt. Fo- it ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that dirt gonna stick to you, and people have a hard time. A lot of people can't find nowhere to stay retired. They can't. I'm sorry, they can't find a, a job, or they can't find you know somewhere good, and they go through all this. And you know, a lot of people they they go back to jail because it's it's hard for them out here. You feel me? And everything piling up on them and. It's rough. They and, go back to jail because they come out doing the same thing. Right. Not saying that I've never done what I went to jail for. I just haven't been caught again. Right. So it's all about how you go about doing it. Right. You could do something a million times. It's up to you. If you don't want to do nothing better, you, you're you not going to do nothing better. If you decided right. that's what you're going to do, you're going to do it. Right. Yeah, cause I mean, like I said, if you don't change, you already know what the what the um, repercussions are. You're gonna end up in jail or for however long, however they see fit. And I mean, look at all the money you could be losing. Uh, how many degrees you could be missing out on? I mean, it depends on your motivation in life. Of course, you right. motivated. But everybody don't have that same right. drive. They don't have right. that same enthusiasm. And they don't have a support system. But right. You got to want to do it for you. You got to be your own support system right. sometimes. You can't let somebody else determine how you going to turn that. Right. Because people going to, they going to, they talking about Jesus. Right. They don't care about talking about you. Who is you? Right. Yeah, if you let somebody dictate your future, man, you done. Right. You done. I can't even see it, man. I got to, I've been out here for a minute. I've been grinding and I can't see me going backwards and going back to 
selling drugs or doing anything on them levels to jeopardize my freedom, especially with my daughters out here. I got one in college, one about to graduate, a two and a four-year-old. So I got to be here for them to make sure, you know, they have a, a bright future. And, right. you know, I like to give them a bunch of memories like my daddy did us. He took us places. He did a lot of stuff with us. And that's what I try to do with them. And the only way I could do that is by staying out here. Right. I can't put that in no kind of... I can't jeopardize my freedom. And I can't even imagine their faces if I was in jail and they couldn't see me every day, if I couldn't drop them off every day, if I couldn't pick them up from school every day. I can't even imagine how they would you feel. You know what? It's, it, it's so... It's, it's like... Trouble so hard, so easy to get into sometimes. Right. But it could mess you up for a long time, depending on the situation. Yeah, it's definitely hard to get out of, especially right. if you ain't focused and you ain't strong enough and, you know, just let it go. Some people, they harp on it and, oh, man, this, this, that, and the other, and always pointing the blame at other people instead right. of taking responsibility for what they did in the in the whole matter. Right. Like, bro, you did something. Just admit your wrongs and keep it moving. And you know what? And change. A lot of, like, even with children, when you ask them stuff and you say, did you do that? And they'll be like, uh-uh. Or they'll try to, like, lie about it or, you know. Right. No. Keep it 100. Right. Do, do. I'm going to keep it 100. You keep it 100. Right. Tell me what's going on. I'll tell you. I can help you. But they don't know how uh, to open up no more. They, they ain't don't, got... Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't. They know how to text, and they short with that. They don't really know how to express themselves to the level of, hey, I have this going on, and they won't break it down to you. They'll probably text you in some little short word, whatever, but that still ain't getting to the root of it. Before, right. the teachers used to be cool with the kids, and they could talk to the kids. Nah. It's like you can't say nothing, you can't do nothing. The kids are abusive. I seen a video today. This girl stood on top of the teacher's desk, kicking a man in the face. It's like who want to work with you? Who gonna talk to you and right. you being that way? Right. You know, even though this man ain't slam you or choking you, yeah, these kids it's are nice horrible. As I am the children. I done had kids cuss me out. Yeah. Man, you cool as hell, and they yeah. still curse you yeah. out. Yeah, they don't care. Wow. Horrible. So I say, man, they they coming up under some different times. And like I said, the parents are more friends with them than anything else. And they not like breaking stuff down. I don't even think it's that so much. I think that they they keep a lot of shit hidden. Like you did a lot of shit your dad don't know about. I did a lot of shit my mama don't know about. But they do it and they don't care who see them do it. Right. That's what I don't like. Because, like, we came up, we had respect. Right. Like, we see somebody, or oh, we ain't finna do that because right. that's Miss So-and-So. Right. They don't care. They don't care about Miss So-and-So. Right. They gonna do what they want to do. Wide open. Wide open. Don't even care. Yeah, that's where they, that's where they lost that shit. The village, everybody gone. And then you can't say nothing to them because as soon as you say something to them, what the mama's gonna say? My child don't. They mad at you. Yeah. They come to the defense of the kids first quarter instead of the the teacher the or the scholar, around. right? Listen, my teacher gave me an L. My teacher gave me an L. Right. And I know I ain't had no F in that lady clear. I know I did my work in her clear. My mama wanted to know why I got an L. So she went out there. And 
She said, no, you go to class. I'm going to talk to this lady. I gave, she said, where your notebook at? I gave her my notebook. And let us say she lost a notebook. Mm. It was my first F ever, ever, ever in life, my first L. Right. Now, when I went to college, yeah, I fucked up. I got a lot of L's. But. <laughs> Horrible. My freshman year. But you live and you learn. Right. So, anyways, with the lady, she <clears throat> said that I never turned in a notebook. So, my mama took the notebook in with her signature on it. But she didn't like me. So, she was determined to fail me. Right. And even with her, I never disrespect her. I never said nothing, anything out the way to that lady on class or none of that. Right. But... Let that let that go on right now, and you see what happened with these parents and these children. Right, and I was learning. I learned a few years ago. They were saying every like when kids fail the FCAT or they fail them them standardized tests in elementary they school, build, they already putting another bed in jail for them. Yeah, they build a prison for them. Yeah, they already got a place for you already because you ain't gonna get it. And they don't think that's true. That's how crazy they is. Right. They already got a system set up for them. They measuring them. I had posted a picture. Of this dude measuring his kid, one side of the picture he measuring them for his school uniform, uh-huh. and the other side he measuring them for the the jumpsuit for prison. Oh lord! Right. Horrible. And they don't I even see it. Horrible. Yeah, it's a setup. They don't even see it. And then they got this social media that control everything they do. Right. Yeah. We we had a brawl out the other day at our school because social media. And guess what it was about? What? One one person put a disc tape out about another one. A disc tape. A CD. A disc like a disc video, <laughs> right. like a Snapchat. Right. A video. What rapping or just talking? Talking about somebody else. And, and they, they bought this to school. Uh-huh. And, and recorded jumped, it. Jumped up. No, they seen it on social media. And then when she came to school. She said something about keep my name out your mouth, and then they decided they was gonna jump her. <laughs> Kids, it's crazy. We trying to stop them from getting felonies, and they they going above and beyond to get them. Get them. I right. seen a boy the other day. He called a school. Um, this some dude. And they up think in- they think that's a joke. Yeah, they he think called that, a school. They think somebody. that's that threat. That threat. Man, they think that's not funny. Out the gate, you got listen, a felony just that listen, bad. They think that's funny. I, the boy told the girl, he'll something, her, he'll something with her bald head wig or something. Something he said, like a threat to right. another student. Everybody kick him out of school. They think that, and he was laughing. He thought it was so funny. I was Wait, like, boy, you got to get. got nowhere for him to stay, and he can't stay home all day while she at work. No, she gonna get tired of it. She gonna send you to your daddy house, or she gonna send you somewhere. But she ain't gonna be putting up with it. You got to go work hard, and you in school acting a donkey. She ain't gonna put up with that. It's only so long before he gonna be out on the streets, uh, in a boot camp facility somewhere. Right. Or uh, the juvie center, the tent. One of the two, but man, we trying to stop y'all just from getting them felonies ever. No felony ever. Keep saying it over in your head. I promise you, you don't want that on your record. No felony ever. As long as you don't get a felony, you could get you a gun license. You could be a productive citizen. You could live anywhere you want to. And get out and vote. That's right. Important. Definitely get out and vote. The that Fourth Amendment so was just passed. Y'all, that is so important. Right. Amendment Four was just passed for felonies, 
for guys that have felonies, they're able to register to vote again with no Get problems. Out and vote, right? Vote, 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 vote. That is your right. It's just like a driver's license. Right. Vote. Don't take advantage vote, of it. Vote. Vote. Do not take advantage. Vote. See this stupid stuff we got going on? It's gonna they, we're gonna catch hell next month when people don't get their house. Yeah, that's when it start getting real hectic out here, man. We gotta stick together. Make sure, like I said, but it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be on. It ain't gonna be on the brown skin people right. or the colored people, as they call us. Right. It's gonna be on the other colored folks, the red and the orange and the purple. Them, them peoples, mm. cause they don't know how to live with that. We right. know how to go with that. We ain't paying no rent. Who? We know how to ration food. We ain't and water. paying no rent. Right. We ain't paying no mortgage. Right. We ain't got nothing to lose. Right. Cause we ain't got nothing. We done been through that already. We ain't losing. <clears throat> if you don't get your rent from me, because housing don't pay you, how I'm losing? Right. That's you the lose, direction we go in. Trust me. Now, they, now, no, they, did Trump see it like that, then he'll look at it totally different. Right. Said if he don't care if the TSA workers and the other 800,000 um, right. federal workers out of a job, shit, you know he don't care about nobody else, bro. That's what it is right now. I mean, you know, that's the way the the, the that's the way the, the the cookie crumble. You feel me? Like it's going down the whole pipeline. But that man say he wanted a wall. He say he was stopping welfare. He say he was stopping child support. He say he was stopping all that stuff. And he and he on a he on a mission. That boy say he's stopping all of that. He say he trying to make America great again. Child support, housing, all of that stuff. He said they ain't making America great again. He want daddies in the house again. He want fathers around. That's what he want. He want strong families again. And he said he fit to get it by any means. He fit to stop people from coming into the country or whatever he got to do. People coming in with but felonies and coming to hurt the country. He building a wall, but that ain't how they getting here. Right. They getting here through boat tunnels. The people who ain't the people who ain't working who ain't right. going to work for they ain't getting paid. Right. That's how they getting over here. Damn. Airport, TSA. Wide like, open right now. Yeah. Free for all. Free for all. They coming, they coming. Yeah. They ain't got nobody manning the decks. Right. And everybody know it. Yeah. That's not that's how dumb he is. Wide everybody open. know. Everybody Old know. Whole government shut down. Everybody know. What you think gonna happen when people don't get them income tax checks? Uh, it's gonna be definitely a problem. I'm gonna build a wall, and guess what? I'm building it around Trump House. The Damn, White House. not around the White House. <laughs> you gotta have a lot of cats to do that. They gonna shoot the hell out you by the time you oh, even try to set up. Oh, that's where I'm going. They got snipers, boy. They ain't even playing I'm with you. I'm going straight, straight to the White House, straight to the source. Mm-mm. Yes. Yeah, you know they ain't going for that. Ain't no way you for the build no wall. Shit, they probably want to be protected by a wall. They got deep levels in that building. You already know them boys. They'll get missing on your ass in a second. Some underground shit. But outside of that, like I say, man, goddamn, too many people, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people getting felonies for crazy reasons. Little shit, petty shit, non-violent shit. Just felonies. They just handing them bitches out, bro. Like... Like candy. Like, <coughs> and like, and then you got other people like, what's the boy name who, who shot Trayvon Martin? Oh, Zimmerman. 
Zickerman. She said Zickerman. He done been in trouble so many times. And he ain't never, never seen inside of nobody prison. And then when they're selling fucking Skittles and, and signing bags of Skittles and signing ain't cans never, of... Ain't never, 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 never. Yeah, man. It's crazy. And keep getting all pull guns on his right. ex-girl and everybody. He done pulled guns on a few people, neighbors and all. Right. Yeah, but he hang with the KKK. I guess he, he say he white now, so you never know. But that boy dodged all kind of felonies. All kinds. Yeah, he ain't never getting nothing. He, he elusive. Look at Amy Fisher. Right. Went to that lady house and shot her dead in the face. By her dude. By her man. Not Amy, man. The lady who she shot, man. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. She did seven years. Right. Female. Female. Out the gate. I remember that story. Then we, we well, got... Joey Butterfuco. Yeah, we got niggas in the hood did 30 years behind little crack cocaine. Right. Crack. Ain't shooting nobody, nothing. Ain't killed nobody. Some drugs. Drugs. And still in there. Still in there. I got a homie in the ride, not right now, man. Life, got, life Goddamn, Paco, keep your head up, my nigga. I heard you getting ready to come home, boy, in a little bit. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, I Rich, boy. I heard Richard Dixon coming home. All right, Hallandale still lit, bro. Trust me, a bunch One of dudes just got up. Right, bro. Keep your head up, Paco. Goddamn. But I'm finna go ahead and conclude for the night. Um, and let this girl finish her school work. In the pursuit of this master degree, I'm definitely ain't trying to hold her back from it. Let her get to her studies. Now I like to say, it's been a good evening. Thank you, Anonymous, for chilling with me and talking about your past life and the direction that you're going in right now. And hopefully, we're able to deter other kids from stealing, or breaking in houses, or selling drugs, or doing anything wrong that's gonna land you with a felony because once you get it i promise to god that ain't what you want you're gonna be mad at yourself forever and this ain't even talking about if you can't find a job or you got child support or if you ain't got nowhere to stay that's a whole bunch of other problems you're gonna have i'm talking about just that felony alone it could be a hindrance to the rest of your life so again no felony ever is a slogan don't forget it thank you for tuning in and good night